up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Captain's Corner. Each week, we're joined by Columbia football captains Michael Murphy, Josh Wainwright, and a couple special guests with us today. So, guys, without further ado, for sure, I'll introduce uh, Big Joe Scow, starting right tackle for us, um, and another senior on the offensive line. Happy to be here. We got Broderick Taylor, number twenty-nine, a junior. Hey yo. (laughs) So, Broderick, I want to start with you. Uh, It's been pretty well documented the injuries the last couple of years how satisfying is it to be back out in the field and be able to contribute this season yeah I mean it's been really good I mean uh, that first year coming in as a freshman and then right off the bat just getting injured and then a couple months after that and then uh, get injured again and then this year to finally be able to to play with the guys and just experience game days and getting to the end zone and all that kind of stuff is has been amazing it's been pretty fun and uh, I didn't even think I was going to be able to play at the beginning of this year even. Uh, they told me I tore my ACL again, so it's been three times. Jeez. So it's been a lot, but uh, no, it's it's been very exciting to be out there again. We joke around. Coach Bagnoli uh, does his weekly media session on Wednesday, and your name typically comes up within like three minutes of each (laughs) media (laughs) session. So we've had a good time, and it's really great to see you on the field finally. You've had touchdowns in the last two games, and the celebration after the one against Penn was very (laughs) memorable. Was that organic, or did you have that planned the whole time? Uh, No, I was just trying not to cry, so (laughs) I I had to think of something to keep me occupied. So I just sprinted down the field and said, let's do it. Joe, uh, I find it interesting, when you started playing football way back when, were you always an offensive lineman, or is that thing, as you got bigger and older, yeah, uh, that I mean, kind of happened? Um, actually, I grew up a swimmer. And Whoa. And I kept getting bigger, and my technique was always the same in the pool. It's just as I began to gain weight, I just kept going back and back in terms of my time so, <laughs> so I figured I'd um, go over to football in the ninth grade and um, yeah I just took it from there um, fell in love with it then um, always played offensive line began as a left tackle on the uh, freshman team and then um, on varsity I was a right guard and then also a left tackle so so I've kind of bounced around mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of a quick progression for you f- to wind up playing freshman football to division one college football right yeah I mean um, you know I have to think of it like I haven't even really hit my um, full potential in in terms of like my football play you know a lot of guys I play with have been playing for like 15 years or so mm-hmm. and you know I'm only on year was it now like six or seven or eight so um, so yeah I mean I'm just I'm just like keeping on going and just um, trying to work every day. Guys, talk about your teammates here while mm-hmm. they're here. Put them on the spot. Do whatever you guys <laughs> do each week. Well, first off, um, both of these guys stick out to me as guys who have battled through injury um, and, and really come back stronger. And, and it's just a testament to their character, testament to their pride uh, for this program and their want to be back on the field. Um, both guys who have gone through recent injuries as well. So um, it's just good to see them both on the field. I was so happy for Broderick, seeing him score that first time, uh, knowing all he's been through, and then Joe's battling some things. And it's just good to see him back on the field. Um, a really vocal hype man for us and a great leader out on the field. So just two guys that I'm just happy to have on this team, and we're blessed to have them. Yeah, two, sure. two, great, two great leaders, two <coughs> great guys, both on and off the field. You know, they bring a presence with them whenever they're on the field, whenever they're on the team. Um, like Murph said, you know, both battled through a bunch of adversity. Um, injuries. I know Josco was dealing with a couple last year, and obviously Broderick has had, you know, two, three ACL tears um, on the same knee. So that's that's never something you want to deal with. But 
just to uh, just the fact that he's back on the field with us scoring touchdowns it just speaks to the type of player he is and uh, you know excited to keep it going mm -hmm. now should we put him on the spot what do you think okay uh joe um give me your ideal meal day of meals okay you're you're a big food guy joe yeah, let's talk easy. about food all day so. you wake up okay so what you eating so i wake up i'm definitely gonna make the mcdonald's um breakfast burritos it's okay. a very easy okay, scramble um some nice chilies in it and um i probably eat how many Ideally, of those? probably like nine or ten of those. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Amy Connell's listening to this, guys. <laughs> um, and then, you know, going to lunch. In between breakfast and lunch, you know, something fast, like some PB&Js or something. Mm -hmm. And then um, going into lunch, I'd probably I'd keep it a little light. You have a few um, wraps, a turkey chicken wraps. Big breakfast. Um, you got to keep it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, two or three of those. Yeah, um, light. This is deliberate. And then, and then um, going into dinner – um, have it as an appetizer, you know, I really do like nachos and fried pickles. Mm -hmm. Um, but but if I have practice, you know, I'll keep it to I'll uh, <laughs> not eat anything fried. Um, so I'll keep it to you know a lot of the potatoes, um, sweet potatoes. I love them. Mm -hmm. So um, and then for dinner, oh man, that's a good one. I probably have um something that has to do with uh, beef. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, uh, some. Some good a protein, um, maybe a burrito. You know, if I'm feeling a little um, uh, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then after dinner. Yeah. I would have been full after hours ago. <laughs> after dinner, that's like, that's where it gets a little interesting uh -huh. because, like, you know, you always want to keep it sweet and savory too. You know, a little crunch with it too. So. Um, I was actually I looked at this really cool recipe last night for like a, a healthy dessert. You mm -hmm. uh, bake chickpeas and then you cover it in a dark chocolate and then freeze them. So wow! So I'm gonna try that tonight and uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely get back to it. Right? Yeah, yeah, there. I put you on the no spot doubt. and that was an excellent answer. That was incredible. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> Got anything for breakfast. Broderick? Put him on the spot next. Um. How about give, give uh, Broderick a little freestyle? We know he likes to rap. A little freestyle. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm All right, here we go. Though. Here we go. Ideal good. fit. All right, you're going downtown. You got your lady with you. Trying to serve some looks. All, All right. right. Soho. Okay, okay. What do you win? What okay. do you win? I'm not. Okay. So it's the winner. It's the winner. It's the winner. It's the winner. So, you know, the kicks. I'm going to start off with the kicks, you know. It's the winter, so I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go with some comfy, you know, nice Yeezys. I'm not. I'm not. I like Yeezys. You know? I got one pair right now. I'm trying to add to the collection, okay. but you know, I like that. And so with my, I'm gonna go pants. You know, it's winter, so I'm gonna go long pants. But you know, Josh knows I like to cuff my pants. You mm -hmm. know, at the bottom. So like, that nice little cuff at the bottom. Uh, so I'll probably go like navy, like a navy, okay. you know, pants, yeah. and then. And then try to go like a, a gray, like a light gray hoodie. You okay. know, okay. you know, okay. just some some simple, but you know, some that lets people know that that I got some style, I got right. some fashion, <laughs> I got I got it in me. Naturally. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is, these are going to be the spinoff podcast, Fashion with Broderick, eating <laughs> Joe. <laughs> 
for the off season. So any no caps, no no sunglasses, nothing. I probably go beanie. I got a I got a you know bald head coming in soon. You know, and it gets chilly up there. So I'm I'm gonna go beanie. I'm gonna go with the beanie. That's a good look, Roderick. I like it. I like it. A quick um shout out, Ashley. So the offensive line um has this thing called offensive line pizza night. Um, it's every Thursday, and I actually found out this past um, week that it's been going on for the past 20 years. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought it began, um, you know, when I came in as a freshman, but, you know, everything isn't about me, obviously. So, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, well, um, it's been going on for, like, 20 years every Thursday night at the exact same place. Did you so get Did you get an origin, origin story from the other people on the team or anything, or you how know, did I you find a, that out? Um, so I was getting taped by um, a trainer, and um, he said – he didn't say the origin story, but he did say that um, people on the team, like the coaches and the trainers, would have their own pizzas that they would order in, and they would pay for it if um, if they got that particular pizza. So I've been asking around to see like which coach and which trainer um, has which pizza, and no way. And you can kind of like see like how their personality is based off of their pizza choice. <laughs> <laughs> Tells a lot about a man. Pizza, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. All right, we'll talk a little bit about the Dartmouth game on Friday night, yeah. and we'll look ahead to, to Yale once again. Going into the second quarter, 10-10, a couple mistakes that Dartmouth kind of made you pay for right away. Talk about how things escalated for you guys on the sideline and how you're trying to mm-hmm. deal with that and try to punch back in, in the middle of all that. Yeah, obviously we weren't expecting uh, that kind of r- for them to go on that kind of run there at the end of the second quarter. Um, but, you know, like, like you said, we just made mistakes, um, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and you, f- you face a good team like Dartmouth. Um, you just can't make those mistakes and expect to win. So, um, just kind of an, uh, you know frustrating how the how the game really slipped away from us uh, late in the second quarter. Um, you know, and you end up going down. You go end up going into halftime, and you're down. You know, twenty twenty something points, and you know it's just tough to battle back from that against such a good team. But um, you know, the whole goal for us was just never stop, never stop uh, playing, never stop fighting. And I thought we did a, a decent job of that. We we, we uh, didn't give up. That we didn't really show any quit in us, and just kept trying to battle back. Um, till the till the final whistle blew. So I'm proud proud of that aspect. And on the offensive side, you guys were able to put up 24 points, and they were only allowing their opponents about eight points a game going in. So that should give you guys a little bit of confidence moving forward that you can move the ball and get some points on the board against a defense like that, right? Yeah, um, you know we did a, a, a decent job moving the ball and getting points on the board, uh, especially against a defense like Dartmouth. Um, but like you were saying earlier in the uh, second quarter, that was something we were talking about all week uh, against a good team like them. Um, every mistake that you make is, uh, you know, you're gonna have to pay for. It. They're gonna, they're gonna capitalize. So you try to limit your mistakes, and unfortunately, you know, in a span of six minutes, we had a, a ton of mistakes, and uh, they capitalized. So we went from 10-10 to, to down 28 pretty fast. Uh, but you know, I think there were a lot of good points to take away from our game. Um, you know, a couple things that we definitely need to work on. Um, but you're right; it was, it was definitely uh, good to see 24 points on a, on a defense that. Uh, has not been scored on by uh, more than eight. So, anything you guys want to add that stuck out to you guys from Friday night? Yeah, I think I think we did uh, as an offense. You know, I, I think you know we said it. You know, Murph said it. Yeah, as a team, we let it slip away just because it happened so fast. I mean, uh, how quickly they got a lead. But you know, I think just moving forward, I think as an offense, we have some things to build off of. I mean, uh, when we were able to, you know, run the ball and push the ball fast using triggers and, and using tempos to really put stress on the defense, I think that's really when we're at our best. And so, uh, 
if we continue to do that, uh, I think we can be pretty successful moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing on a momentary scale, on a play-by-play scale, is just to be consistent. And, um, you know, there were times in the game in which we were, like Broderick said, we were doing a good job of, you know, pushing the ball, you know, running the ball well, um, and then, you know, just maintaining that consistency, um, maintaining that game plan, I think, um, is the only way that we're going to be able to get past this. And um, that's definitely something that I think we're going to be focusing on this week, you know, a Tuesday practice. So. And looking ahead to Yale, this is the first time you guys are able to play on their new surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, you looking forward to that a little bit, yeah. faster track for yeah. you guys? We turned on the, the tape <laughs> yesterday to, to watch them film, and I was like, whoa. Um, so it's nice to see that field. I think it's more of a level playing ground uh, for us. You know, Literally comment. speaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah exactly. Um, so, yeah, we're excited. I love playing at Yale. It's a, um, a great stadium and it's a solid team that we're going up against. A good test, good test for us. That's great to see, you know, made the switch to turf. But, you know, like Murph said, they're, they're another good program. Um, you know, they have a pretty good record coming in, and we, at this point we can't count anybody out. So we're going to have a, another tough road test ahead of us. So we got to bring it this whole week of practice. And as Joe was saying, trust the game plan, uh, trust what we have in mind, and trust our playmakers on both sides of the ball to keep us in the game. Just to touch one more thing on, on the field, do you expect a different kind of game? Because by the time you play there in November, the field is worn out, and it's normally like a ground attack, who's going to – hold the ball and Mm -hmm. maybe score last what's it going to be like to potentially play a little bit more up tempo and and faster pace compared to two years ago there yeah well that was a bit of a handicap that we had going in it's because their field was just so muddy you know so dirty it felt at times as if you were sprinting and you weren't even moving um so uh definitely going to lean on uh i think the the passing game a little bit more like you said it's usually ground and pound when you go over there on the and the Yale ball on the grass field. But now that there's a different field, we can take a little bit of a different approach and you know try to get back to the air attack and um, attack them from, from any angle that, that we need to. How are you guys going to work on maintaining that consistency? What can you do in practice and in film to kind of hone in on that a little bit more? Just got to work hard. Yeah. I mean, that's really just what it comes down to is every day just uh, putting in the work. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you're going against uh, ones, if you're going against scout team guys, if if you're, you're just watching film um, or if you're just talking to a coach about game plans, I mean, you just got to go hard at everything you do and put your mind in everything that you do. Because, I mean, if you don't, like, you won't be able to get the results. So I think that's just what we're trying to work on is just, just keep putting the work in and, and the results will come. And, and, and it's trying to, you know, separate the work from the results. You can't put in work expecting results or else your work isn't going to be that great, you know. So if you can work without expecting re- any results from it, then then you're in good shape. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think um, people are going to look at our record and people are going to um, look from the outside and say, what's wrong, you know. Um, but the reality is we don't need to make drastic changes. Mm-hmm. You know, we just need to show up on Tuesday and just um, focus on having a good practice and just um, – focus on doing the consistent um, little things right. So, yeah. I know it's early in the week, but talk about some of the things that Yale brings to the table Mm -hmm. like we always try to do to lead up to a game week. Yeah, uh, a couple really good running backs. Um, I'd I'd venture to say, like, great running backs. Um, Guys who can, can, you know, get in the hole and make people miss. I'm thinking Zane Dudak and and, uh, Alan Lamar. Um, 
uh, just really two really good running backs. And I remember sophomore year, they were making guys miss and juking left and right. And now they have a turf field, and that's even more scary, really. I mean, they can jump cut and do a lot of special things. So um, you have to go in there and just we have to be sound tacklers, um, something we need to work on all week, just, just going low and wrapping up, um, you know, bringing your arms because those guys will make you miss. Um, but uh, it's also very exciting to know that they're going to be running the ball and they're going to be trying to run on us. Um, so as a linebacker, from play one to the final whistle, you got to bring your A game. How about for your offense? Physical defense, uh, very versatile. Um, at whichever point you want to you want to look at, um, they're going to run around. They're going to try to make plays, and you know there's always been a little bit of a grudge between uh, our two programs. So I'm sure that's going to uh, come out and show its teeth at some point or another on Saturday. So we just got to be prepared um, for whatever is thrown our way, and you know we got to punch first and we got to punch hard. Yeah, I mean, you know, just from an offensive line um, viewpoint, I think they have a few returners um, in there front seven and um, I think the key there is just um, to control the line of play and you know it's how a lot of games end up turning out so I think um, you know like Josh said get down fast and get on them early is the key. You want to talk a little Anything bit about you guys want to bring up? What, what, what it's like in the trenches in the Ivy League a lot of trash talk? Um, in the trenches in the Ivy League you know I think basically how you win is you have experience and you have depth and you have people who um, are tough enough to handle um, adversity. And I think um, whether it's injuries, whether it's things that go on during the game, um, you know, trash talk is, I would say, a part of it, but, you know, more of the mental game of, you know, it's almost a chess match almost. It's a, it's a, game inside of a game so I think I think the key there is just having players on and off the field too who are bought in to the game plan and who um, you know don't need any satisfaction or glory out of just you know pancaking guys and, and you know just doing their job as best as they can every single play and just um, focusing on that. All right, guys, thanks for taking some time today. Good luck on Saturday. Columbia and Yale this Saturday, November 2nd at 12 p.m. at the Yale Bowl. Fans can catch the action on ESPN+. You can subscribe to ESPN+, by visiting www.espnplus.com. Subscriptions start as low as $4.99 per month and $49.99 annually. If you're looking for tickets for Columbia's last two home games, they're still available. You can visit gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or call 888-LIONS-11. Guys, another fun week. Yep. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you very we'll talk much. Talk to you next yep. week. Go Appreciate Lions. you. Thank you. Very much.